today on the Scott Thompson Show on 900 CHML. It's 900 CHML. I'm Scott Thompson. Willers come back at the station, keeping the Scott Thompson home show between the pipes as we slowly get to the end of week number 58. Feel free to jump into the combo. Love to hear from you. Facebook and Twitter, the podcast edition of the commentary, waiting for you there. And you can send us a note via the website, Thompson at 900CHML.com. All right. Uh, as we have uh, woven our way through a global pandemic, we have certainly seen how uh, this is effective, uh, affected pretty much every single walk of life, uh, specifically the hospitality industry, entertainment industry, clubs, uh, restaurants, that sort of thing, uh, music in general, culture in general, any sort of performance uh, in general. Well, there's a great, uh, and again, what, what a lot of organizations, whether it's Sound of Music, whether it's, uh, whether it's Super Crawl or such, they found other ways to do this, other ways to, um, to bring you into, uh, the realm without actually going and, uh, being at a live performance venue. Uh, in partnership with the Hamilton Music Advisory Team, the City of Hamilton is pleased to launch Music Mondays. It's a virtual music series, uh, starting, uh, Monday, May 3rd. To talk more about all of this, Sarah Emke is with us, Music Mondays lead and cultural project specialist from our tourism and cultural division at the City of Hamilton and is with us now. Sarah, thanks for the time. I hope you're well. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Yes, I'm doing all right today on this gloomy day. I hear you. This is a great idea. Tell us about this. Thank you. Yes. So the city of Hamilton has a music strategy. And as you mentioned in the opening, the music advisory team works with us. So Music Mondays is something we've done previously. You know, in the before times, we did it as an outdoor lunchtime free concert at Hamilton City Hall. Uh, We had to cancel in 2020, but we've been brought it back for 2021 as a five-part video series where we're uh, featuring performances from 15 local Hamilton musicians in five different musical genres. So where are all of the, this isn't an actual, is this a live performance or recorded performance that you're going to be able to see on the page? They're all pre-recorded. All Mm -hmm. of our uh, musicians have pre-recorded and they're doing it at home because we do need to, I mean, as you said, every Every industry is impacted by the changes, but definitely the music industry has been hard hit because even just recording at home or doing any kind of pre-records, uh, it changes all the time. So right now, uh, all the musicians have recorded themselves at home. Uh, that was my next question. Able- so yeah. not, on a, not on a stage, not in a venue, but actually doing it from their home, which is kind of cool. Absolutely. So you'll see there's a variety of people who have uh, definitely have invested in more setups for their home now that we're one year into yeah. this, because a lot of them are professional musicians. And without live touring, this is the only way for them to make income right now. So they have done some investments um, with that kind of um, uh, equipment. And then some people are using uh, just iPhones, which are still pretty good quality, <laughs> uh, luckily. So we have mostly solo acts that are have pre-recorded and are participating because obviously that's easier. And then a couple of duos. And we also have a five-piece band called Los Chucos who are recording themselves individually. And then we are piecing together that video uh, oh, so man. that it will be, yeah. What a great idea. All right. So give us a little, uh, give us an idea of a schedule, who's coming up, uh, when, when this all starts, et cetera. Great. Well, it starts on Monday, so uh, Monday, May 3rd. Every Monday in May, we will have a new video launched, and it will be on our Facebook page, which is at Ham Music, 
or you can get it from the City of Hamilton's YouTube channel. And it is, um, we kick off Monday with an R&B theme. So we have three local musicians, Angela Nethersoul, Granny Smith, and Witness. But after that, if you love blues, tune in May 10th. May 17th is hip-hop artists. May 24th is instrumental artists. And then May 31st is uh, three different rock performances as well. But uh, if people can't watch uh, at noon on Mondays, no problem. The videos are up, uh, will be up the whole time. So you can come back and watch them and rewatch them as is convenient. So they initially air on the Monday at noon, very similar to the way it was when it was at City Hall and such. Exactly. And it was always so great to walk around the downtown and hear music. I mean, that's just, you know, if you come up for your lunch hour and you hear that, it's just, it's such a, it adds such a great element uh, to the city. So kudos to you guys for keeping it going. So they all start at noon, but then they can go back and, and, and view these whenever they want. That's right. And people can, if they're not sure about who the musicians are, some, a lot of the artists are emerging. They can also check out our website, hamilton.ca slash music Mondays to see what the lineup's like, get, you know, get a taste of what's going on. The videos themselves are uh, 45 minutes. The performances are only seven to 10 minutes. So this is really a sample of what these musicians have to offer so that hopefully you can check them out, their websites, their social media and buy their, buy their music if you can, because we want to support purchasing musician and these are all paid uh paid gigs as well we want to pay musicians for their work oh that's that's fabulous uh many businesses uh entrepreneurs what have you that we've talked uh, uh, talked to over the course of the pandemic obviously having to pivot and do certain things just like you guys have all had to do mm-hmm. uh, to make uh, music mondays work do you think any of these changes anything you're doing might stick so in other words uh when we do get back live uh, that will be recorded and then put up on a website. Any idea there? I think it's definitely something we're going to be considering. We do, um, in the fall, we do a musician's conference, which is to help musicians with uh, their entrepreneurial skills. That's definitely something I think we'll say online because that's a, a great resource for people. I mean, I think when it comes to performances, we're really eager to get back live in front of people to hear those sounds, like you said, to get that immediate response, uh, but definitely be looking into how we can also keep that virtual element. And how long does this virtual version of Music Mondays go? It starts May 3rd, obviously this Monday. Uh, is this going to continue right through the summer until you can get back live? How long does this go? It's, it's just for May. So it would just be right. Mondays in May. Yeah. And any thought on expanding this to beyond May? I think for the city of Hamilton, this will be uh, for, you know, for the music work we do. This right. uh, will be, might be the only one, but there's so many other uh, groups that are going to be doing work in June. That That's when the Hamilton Arts Council and the city right. of Hamilton run Arts Week. So there's going to be a lot of op- virtual offerings in June and certainly with other community events, well, ones that are usually events doing virtual offerings through the summer. So you will definitely still be hearing lots of local music online the year has there been any chatter at all and i'm sure you get asked this all the time and i know you don't have a crystal ball but is there any <laughs> been any chatter on when we're going to start to see uh some of these venues open up again or be able to even just do it on on the steps of city hall i i have no idea that's unfortunately i i don't i don't know we certainly hope that it'll get back you know there were some glimmers of hope last summer right with yeah. uh, there was a rooftop concert series some of the local music venues were able to open up for even just 10 person you know uh 
activities, but uh, it's definitely it's a huge issue uh, locally, nationally for the music industry about when can we actually get back together. So what has the response been like from musicians on this? We've, you know, we've had a lot of uh, interested artists in performances yeah. because they're so they're hard to come by right now. We so for this year's Music Mondays, we have. Uh, some pretty established artists who we'd normally wouldn't be able to come, who wouldn't normally be able to come out to City Hall right. because they would be on tours. So people like uh, Steve Strongman, yeah. uh, uh, John Harvey, who's in Monster Truck, is actually presenting mm-hmm. as his blues music side, which is Jay Harvey and the Inner Demon. So we have some some more established musicians uh, who are who are involved this year. All right, website we can go to to find out more about Music Mondays. Yes. Hamilton.ca forward slash Music Mondays. All right, uh, Hamilton.ca forward slash Music Mondays to find out more. This is going through the month of May, a virtual concert series, uh, starting, of course, Monday, May 3rd, and then following with uh, every consecutive Monday through May. Check out the city website and uh, close your eyes. Pretend you're there, honestly. Uh, Sarah (laughs) Emke with us, Music Mondays lead and cultural project specialist from Tourism and Cultural Division, the city of Hamilton. Uh, Sarah, thanks so much for the time and insight. Good luck with this. Yeah, thanks so much. You're listening to the Scott Thompson Show podcast on 900 CHML. It is 900 CHML. I'm Scott Thompson. Will Erskine back at the station, keeping the Scott Thompson Home Show on the air. It's the time of the show where we salute uh, Hamilton area businesses and uh, those that are having a uh, an issue, a difficult time, as we all are. Uh, with a global pandemic. Let's bring in Eric Muller, uh, owner of Barton Salamaria and Chacuterie, and is with us now. Eric, thank you for the time. I hope you're doing well. Oh, I appreciate it, Scott. Thanks for the opportunity. Tell everybody what Barton Salamaria and Chacuterie is. Well, Barton Salamaria is just that. We are a curated charcuterie and grazing box business. We specialize in building out boxes with a lot of kind of care and love, trying to focus on a lot of local ingredients. And, uh, yeah, just started off with a little bit of a passion for curing meats. Uh, right now we're not curing our own in-house, but we're doing a lot with uh, Venetian meats here in Hamilton and uh, loving their stuff that they're producing as well as Springer. So it's a lot of local love, a lot of local pride for Hamilton here. I love your term grazing. Uh, explain to the, and you know, I know my wife's listening. She'll be foaming at the mouth at this break because she's totally into this. I think we got a chicken yeah. board almost as long as the table. Uh, what is this all about? Explain the, well, so explain the experience. Charcuterie is basically just a meat board. Uh, then you got cheese boards and then the grazing would be everything else that's in there. So we really jam pack our boxes filled with like spreads, jams, pickles, nuts, crackers fruits, vegetables, uh, everything that we can think of that to really flare out the box and really have that grazing. So you're going to find a lot of things just buried deep inside these boxes. You might get a visual of just the top of it, but there's a lot of things that are going on underneath it. Uh, try unpacking this box and just throw it on a nice, beautiful wood board to really get that kind of show. Uh, and we do offer boards as well, too. Uh, so, yeah, it's a lot of grazing, a lot of food options, not just your meat, not just your cheeses. You've got everything there. Now, where would you serve such a thing like this? Is it something you would serve as a meal, as an addition to a meal? As a, I'll let you answer that. Well, there's a, a variety of options. You could have it as a personal grazing lunch, you know, mm-hmm. or a snack pack. We have a variety of sizes. 
So it all depends on how much you want to feed, how many people you have at your party or your dinner table. You know, right now with not being able to really get into those grazing tables and those big showmanship kind of presentations, you know, just a nice little board for you. So like our medium board would be good for about four people for a nice appetizer. If you want to get into a bit more fancier, more of a, a grazing party, then you can get into like the trays and that might be accommodating for maybe six to eight people as a good meal. So it all depends on how many people you have and what you want to do, but it could be everything. Small little box when you're having a nice romantic bath to yourself with a glass of wine. A very unique niche. Is demand for this growing? Uh, absolutely. Yes, it is. Uh, it's, uh, it's definitely a niche. It's unique. It's something a little bit different. Uh, it's, uh, it's kind of taking the, it, it is niche. It's, it's, it's an interesting, uh, combination of, uh, a takeout as well as we're trying to focus a lot on dine-in experience right now, but the pandemic has different, uh, plans for us at the moment. How has the pandemic altered your business? How, how have you made it work? Well, to be honest, I started this business during the pandemic. So this is kind of just spawned as a little bit of a side hustle and just to kind of see if I can uh, start financing my little hobby of curing my own means and my own cheese at home. And this thing just blew up. So we started up in like November as a little side hustle. Uh, now we have our own storefront right here on Barton Street in the Barton Village. Uh, it's amazing, Eric, how many people I've talked to in this feature who have done exactly what you've just done. And, and mm-hmm. either they were scheduled to open and they decided to keep going or even just decided to go with it as a side thing that's taken mm-hmm. off. Are you, has the pandemic, uh, I want to say, uh, helped, but certainly put focus on this type of business? Uh, it definitely helped and put a little bit of focus, a little bit of both. Uh, there's a lot of opportunities that we can kind of branch out and just take advantage of at the, the stage right now. There is a lot of, unfortunately, restaurants that are closing. Uh, so there's a lot of equipment that's affordable right now. Uh, there, uh, with the pandemic, everyone's at home. So now there's a delivery service. Now we're bringing the charcuterie to you, opposed to you coming to the restaurant. So it has been allowed us to really take that leap from that home, home business, uh, that side hustle, really into a storefront. Uh, and now being able to, to offer uh, slowly grow, I guess, a slow growth right now. Like, what do we want to have here? A retail presence. We also want to have a, a bar presence. We also want to have a restaurant presence. And we have these opportunities. We're going to be taking advantage of the, the alleyway on the side here to do a little patio. Uh, we're just waiting on the licenses to come in with AGCO so we can start offering offering other options, options as well. You know, these these little wine shops and, and uh, uh, that are popping up nowadays and, you know, is there an opportunity for us to grow a little bit more and find these other avenues to start uh, branching out a little bit further? Where does this tradition come from? Where is this? What's the history of this? The history of the grazing box? Uh, mm-hmm. I guess Instagram. <laughs> That's where I've been learning a lot of my, uh, I guess, the, the art and the showmanship of the, yeah. of the box, the presentation. It all comes from a, a, a community of people that are out there making their own charcuterie boxes and starting their own little businesses and side hustles. Uh, it definitely with charcuterie, it's Italian, meats and cheeses, dry cheers. Yeah. Then you got French in there with the, the cheeses. And then, like, you know, you can't even limit it just to, like, French and, and Italy. You know, in Canada, we have a, an abundance of, uh, of meat and, and, and livestock. So there's milk production is, is uh, abundant here in, in Canada. Like, Quebec is doing amazing with their unpasteurized milks that, you know, I think rest of Canada really needs to adapt. Uh, and there's, it's, it's, it's everything. It's not just one culture. Website we can go to, Eric? BartonSalumaria.com. 
All right, BartonSulamaria.com uh, is the website. Eric uh, Muller is with us, the owner of Barton Salamaria and Chacuterie. Eric, thanks yeah. so much for the time. Good luck with all this. Yeah, I really appreciate it. Also, check out our Instagram. There's always behind-the-scenes things that are going on. Scott, I really appreciate the opportunity. Thanks for your time. Yes, and uh, take a look at some of those pictures, man. Uh, that'll, that'll convince <laughs> you right there. Uh, thanks so much, Eric. Yeah. Good luck. The Scott Thompson Show, weekdays from noon to 3 on 900 CHML.